Welcome to A Theater in the Dark's A War of the Worlds, adapted from H.G. Wells' novel by Mac Gordon and Corey Bradbury. This audio play runs approximately 70 minutes with no intermission, and was performed live in real time over the internet on Halloween 2021. The cast includes Greg Garrison, Mac Gordon, Ming Hudson, and Elizabeth McCoy, with original music by Ben Zucker. Corey Bradbury directs and sound engineers the production. To listen to our show uninterrupted, hear other audio offerings, or support A Theater in the Dark, find us online at atheaterinthedark.com. to the shore. Every street is stippled black with a stream of fugitives. Each dot a human agony of terror. We're gaining distance. Stay the course. The Thunder Child will buy us time. HG, I expected terror in racket, but everything falls to quiet. Our eyes on the spider. We flit to the battleship. The Thunder Child. There are two football fields apart. The warship drives on as we escape. In a moment, it seems to close half the distance to the tripod, gaining incredible speed, but its guns are still silent. Why don't they fire? The Martians don't know what to make of it. One tripod clamors into the water. Oncoming waves swirl against its metallic body. There's another one on shore. It's scooping people up. The tripod's got its heat gun. They drive towards each other. Nothing between us and the monster but this single ship. And then, with only feet seeming to separate them, a symphony. There go the gods! Climbing on rails, standing on seats, every eye across the deck watches these titans advance, deliberate, tilting still towards each other, and the elastic snaps to a blinding flash. The battleship, this charging leviathan, leans back, orchestra sound flinging from the wall of mist. Airshow racket, ruckused by tubular grieving of whales and chain, the scraping sound of something metal falling from great heights. The deck goes vertical, keel up, and the whole ship pitches into the breathless air. But the Martian refuses to yield. It raises its heat ray, slicing through the Thunder Child's steel frame like a white-hot iron rod through paper. And they collide, catalyze, they ignite. Then that Martian obliterated daggers and crumples like a thing of cardboard, and the scene is gobbled up into a boiling gulf. They did it! Keep pushing! We're making ground! Stay even on both sides, everybody! Don't tip us now, people! Stay starboard! We stare into the furnace of the west. Our flattened boat bobs as the shock reaches our vessel. 
and water sprays my watching face. The one on the shore. What's it doing? I can't make it out. It fires something into the air. Is that a rocket? Look. Oh no. Smoke. Black smoke. A mass of smoke blocked out the light of the sun. Get down! Something flat and broad and very large and gray. Hit the deck! Come on, come on! Hold your breath. Stay down, everyone! I stayed face down for a long time. And the memories that crossed my mind, they were you. It rained down darkness on the land. This, this is Jake Martin from the 82nd floor of the Hancock Building in Chicago. I hope this makes it out. I am looking down on a city that is suffocating. Inky vapor coiled and pouring in cumulus clouds of black. This smoke has smothered our troops. Local governments disintegrated. The Navy piers a massacre. And now there's reports of a seventh... Eight, what's that flash? What's that? For 12 days, I hid among the rubble. For 12 days, I drank only the water I could reach. For twelve days, I ate nothing. And for twelve days, I ran it through my head. H.G., listen to me. Dr. Ogilvy. If you leave me now... Professor Ogilvy. You are abandoning me. Casper Ogilvy. I've got a nice live one for you, come Each on! simply a thing that was done. I didn't predict any of it. And isn't crime premeditated? Those who have escaped the dark and terrible tragedies of life will find my brutality easy to blame. But those who have been under the shadow, who have gone down at last to animal things, well, they may have a wider empathy. Could we, in our billions, have worked together? Is there left to explain it to? Just these loose sheets of paper. You can form your judgment as you will. I wait to hear the Martians suck and feed. But the dog barks away. He barks again and he barks some more. And that is the last entry in H.G. Wells' account. Discovered in a basement in Bourbonnais, Illinois. We thought we were the masters of Earth. But nothing we could do was nearly enough. We didn't know the first thing. Scientists attempted to dissect the Martian remains, but their bodies disintegrated at the slightest touch. 
Martian anatomy is absurdly simple. They have no stomachs, no guts. Like Wells said, they inject fresh living blood from other creatures into their veins, like an IV drip. This is what won the war for us, when we were defeated and all hope was lost. Until their arrival on our planet, the Martian body had never encountered the microorganisms of Earth. When the Martians injected blood from living human beings, they sealed their fate. They met their match not against us, but from viruses and bacteria against which their systems were completely unprepared. Killed, slain by the smallest living things on the planet. The same germs which have taken their toll on humanity since the start of our existence, which cause us so much disease and pain on Earth. Directly, the Martian invaders arrived. Directly, they drank and fed. And directly, our microscopic allies began to work their magic. It was inevitable. It is not a question of how many survived. It is a question of how many did not. Think of the common ideals that could have bound us if we had only risen against our common enemy. Think of the good that could have been if only we had worked together. It may be that our encounter with the Martians is only a signal of what is to come. Perhaps it is to them, and not to us, that the future is guaranteed. I have a vision. Dim, but wonderful. Of life in our little solar system, seedbed spreading slowly through the vastness of space. But that is a remote dream. Izzy, what I would give to see your face. Without you here, this is the only way I know how to say what I see a spell to speak the words aloud and make them true. The dog sniffs through our viewing hole. Some strange ruddy frond has grown quickly over it. Good dog. Good boy. Yeah, yeah, you're a good boy. I push outside and for the first time in weeks, I feel the sun. Inside the pit, the machinery is gone. It's just cages full of skeletons and crows. And so I walk away. I don't know where to go, but my feet are already taking me there. I walk myself all the way home. Our house is quiet, just like the ones next door. I think of seeing your photos hanging on our walls. I hold my breath and stumble through the door. Jade plants wilted. The house is untouched. Are you upstairs? Hello? Our room still smells like you. 
say what you see? The cup you'd fill with water before bed? I'll never wear a shirt from this closet again. Oh, when they took you, I hope it was painless. I've got to see for myself. The deodorant on your pajamas. I knew home would be changed, but it's wreckage. I've got this beacon of feeling, though, bumping away in my chest. Our door forced open, left hanging in the wind, but inside... It's empty. There's no use. I must be hearing things. Don't stay and torture yourself. I step to the open door and look in. I bury my face in your pillow one last time. Hello? Who's there? Hello? I stand amazed and afraid. And then at the top of the flight... Down the wide staircase. It's you. It's you. You take the steps two at a time. I came. I, I knew. The strangest thing of all is to hold you again. And to think, I've counted you and you have counted me among the dead. I knew. Thank you for listening to A Theater in the Dark's A War of the Worlds, adapted from H.G. Wells' novel by Mac Gordon and Corey Bradbury. This audio play was performed for you live on Halloween 2021 by Greg Garrison as Dr. Ogilvie, Ming Hudson as The Professor, Mac Gordon as H.G. Wells, and Elizabeth McCoy as Isabel Wells. And of course, they all played much more than that. Ben Zucker created our original music and additional sound with additional soundscapes by Mac Gordon and myself, your director, stage manager, and sound engineer for the evening, Corey Bradbury. Special thanks to John Olson Communications, Brandon Bowler, Zach Parkhurst, and Ross Burlingame. Please help us spread the word about our show. To hear other audio offerings or support A Theater in the Dark, find us online at atheaterinthedark.com.
Thank you.